Hi, I'm Rumbi, and I'm just a normal Christian girl doing what she loves to do, and that's speaking about Jesus. Welcome to my podcast. A space where we motivate, encourage, and help each other walk boldly in our journeys with God. Each week, we discuss lessons from the Bible, relevant topics, and much more. So grab your Bible, bring your coffee and pens, and let's dive straight into today's episode. I'm your host, Rumbi Tsachimisa, and welcome to Just a Normal Christian Girl podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Just a Normal Christian Girl podcast. I hope that you're all having a fantastic day, a fantastic afternoon or nighttime, whatever time you are listening to this. I don't know about you guys, but I feel so tired. And it's weird because I haven't been doing much. I mean, sure, I've been doing school, but it hasn't been that hectic, right? This year has just been happening so fast. I mean, in my mind, it's still January, but we're heading into March so soon. And if you're feeling anything like me, if you're feeling tired like me, have grace on yourself. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself a break to breathe however long you need. I feel like personally, I need a whole vacation or at least a solid week to just rest and do whatever I want and then, you know, get back to life. But I encourage you to take the rest you need and then continue to go after your dreams and goals. My pastor said this to us at church at the start of this year. He said, For some of us, our resolutions for 2022 is to accomplish our goals for 2021 that we started in 2020 that we wrote down in 2019. And, you know, in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, why do I relate to this so much? But anyways, I just wanted to remind you, just a friendly reminder from your fellow sister in Christ to go after your goals, your dreams, whatever that looks like for you. I think this was two episodes ago, but I shared with you guys some of my favorite Bible verses. And one of the ones I mentioned was Zechariah 4 verse 10, which tells us to not doubt the days of small beginnings. You know, at first when you start pursuing something, when you start working towards your goals and dreams, Things are going to start off small. The results are going to be small. But don't let that stop you. Don't let that cause you to doubt the process. Don't doubt these days of small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And for those who maybe haven't started pursuing something or going after something you want, I encourage you to do so. It can be something as simple as getting a 17 math. But start working towards something now that the future you can be proud of. And start now. Don't wait till next week or don't wait till Monday. I don't know why, but for some reason, we all seem to think that there's something powerful. We're starting on a Monday. Um, But I saw this quote. um, And if you know me, I love a good quote. And it says, start where you are use what you have, do what you can. 
And that was by Arthur Ashe. I hope I said that right. I think we've all heard this quote from our parents or from someone. And it's so true. And it's a quote that says, very simple, life is short. You know, the Bible further emphasizes this when it says that we are like a vapor that appear for a while and then vanish. And guys, you know, we don't even know what tomorrow will bring. I mean, as a matter of fact, tomorrow isn't promised for anyone. I was thinking about this the other day that, you know, we didn't wake up this morning because our alarm clocks woke us up or our phones woke us up or our parents or whoever. No, we woke up this morning because God said wake up. Because God gave us and blessed us with another day to be alive. So whatever God has placed on your heart, whatever you've always wanted to do, whatever you've always wanted to accomplish, don't make excuses. Don't hold yourself back. Don't let other people's opinions hold you back. No, start now. And hey, I'm rooting for you. Amen. So guys, as always, I am super pumped that I get to be recording this episode. Today, I really, really, really wanted to speak about being different. I've been thinking about this idea for a while now and reading Bible verses about this idea, but most importantly, praying it over my life, praying that God will give me the strength and courage to be different from the world. So I want to start off this episode by telling you guys a quick story. When I first started high school, I started off with such a bad mindset. You know, I wanted to be like everybody else. I wanted to dress like everybody else, speak like everybody else, act like everybody else. I just wanted to fit in and just be accepted no matter what I have to give up to gain that. I didn't pick fights with anyone or argue. Even if I knew someone was wrong, I would just agree with them. Guys, all I wanted, all I wanted was to fit in. And also at the beginning of high school, I had really bad acne and pimples. And you know, the 13-year-old Rumbi found a lot of her confidence and worth in her looks and she did not realize that her confidence and her worth can only be found her creator because he is the only one who has the authority to find her and he thinks that she is the bomb.com beautifully and wonderfully made in his image but again the 13 year old Rumbi sadly did not know that yet and so you know as you can imagine that took a major toll on my confidence and also that previous year in grade 7 I was homeschooled for a year and so high school was a new environment for me and the last thing I wanted was for people not to like me or to stand out or to draw attention to myself So this idea of being different did not even come into my mind. Now, this mindset did eventually start to develop some problems because, yeah, I would still go to church every Sunday 
and serve and at home I was working on my relationship with God and spending time with him but at school I would compromise parts of my Christianity in order to fit in. I would disobey God in order to fit in like gossip or lie and for a while you know I knew what I was doing and it did bother me sometimes and I would pray about it and ask God to help me but again I just wanted to fit in and so yes it did bother me but it never bothered me enough to change something. And then maybe like a year later, something just changed and I can't really explain it, but it felt like I was seeing things so much more clearly and I was seeing sin as it is, as sin. And again, I don't know how to explain it, but things that didn't usually bother me started to bother me and things that bothered me but I still didn't change them, started to really, really bother me that I really wanted to change. And, you know, it just felt like my eyes were finally fully being opened. I mean, they were open before, but clearly not so much. You know, guys, sometimes we can be so blinded by our own sin. We can be so blinded by other people's sin. You know, spiritual blindness it's a thing and sometimes even if we're aware of our sin sometimes we can be so immune to it we can get so used to it that it does not bother us anymore but if we love our sin more than god if we chase our sin more than we chase god then we will not be able to fully submit to him We won't be able to be different for Christ, which is what I'm going to speak about in today's episode. You know, if you want to be different from the world, then a part of that means that your mindset needs to be different. And as Christians, we are told to have the same mindset as Christ. Philippians 2 verse 5. And that means seeing things as God sees things, seeing sin as God sees sin, as sin. So I think for me, when I started to see things the way God sees things, I mean, we can never fully ever see things the way God sees things because, you know, God's thoughts are just out of this world. But when I started to see sin as God sees sin, as something that is evil, that is when I really wanted to be different. And I came across this quote on Pinterest. I was scrolling, saving things as usual, and this image caught my attention. And it's this picture of this woman sitting on her bed, reading her Bible, spending time with God. And the image said, God made you different. Don't ruin that by trying to be like everybody else. God made you different. Don't ruin that by trying to be like everybody else. Don't ruin that by trying to fit in or being accepted by people. And guys, yo, this quote, when I first read it, it hit me hard. And it really helped change my perspective. And so I started to tell myself, Rumbi, you're different, girl. God made you different. You're different. So act different. 
And so I've been on this journey of trying to get out of my comfort zone and learning to be different. But, you know, not just being different for the sake of being different, like different color hair or style, but being different for Jesus. And your guys, that's a whole nother ball game. And it can be hard sometimes. And it requires faith and courage, not in ourselves, but in something greater than ourselves, in God. So that was my pretty long story. And in today's episode, I really wanted to speak about the confidence and courage required to be different and then really dig into God's word, the Bible, and see what does God say about us being different. So that was my pretty long introduction insert episode but get comfy grab some snacks some caramel popcorn grab your bibles and let's get into the word of god so i first wanted to start off this episode by looking at a passage found in john chapter 12 verses 37 to 50 but before you freak out i only wanted to focus on two verses 42 and 43 So if we look at the context of what is going on here, this passage speaks about the belief and unbelief among the Jews. You see, Jesus had performed many miracles and signs among the people, but still a lot of them would not believe in him. So we find ourselves in verses 42 to 43 of John chapter 12 that say, Yet at the same time, Many even among the leaders believed in him, but because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than praise from God. I love the way the message version puts these two verses and it says, On the other hand, a considerable number from the ranks of the leaders did believe. But because of the Pharisees, they didn't come out in the open with it. They were afraid of being kicked out of the meeting place. When push came to shove, they cared more for human approval than God's glory. So guys, the Pharisees, they did not believe in Jesus. They wanted him totally out of the picture. Although... Many of the religious leaders, they believed in God, but they didn't acknowledge their faith. They didn't confess it. Why? Because they wanted to fit in. They wanted to be accepted. They didn't want to be different because being different, being different for Jesus, meant they would have to give something up. For these religious leaders, they didn't want to acknowledge their faith. And part of that meant being different because, again, the Pharisees and the people around them, they didn't believe in Jesus. And so they didn't want to acknowledge their faith because they were afraid of being rejected by what they thought were the important people. As the scripture I just read said, they didn't come out in the open with them because they were afraid of being kicked out of the synagogue. When push came to shove, They cared more for human approval than God's glory. At the end of the day, 
Guys, other people's opinions meant more to them and had more value than God's opinions. One of the things that will keep you from being different, from being holy and set apart, which we'll get into later on, is if you care more about what other people have to say about you than what God has to say about you. If other people's opinions matter more to you than God's opinions. Because guys... It's one thing being different for Jesus on a Sunday only at church or at home in private, which was technically what these religious leaders were doing. They were believing in Jesus in private. But it's another thing to be different for Jesus in public. And being different for Jesus in public, living for Jesus in public, means that sometimes you will not fit in. Sometimes you will have to not do certain things that everyone else is doing or that society thinks is cool or acceptable because God says it is a sin. Sometimes you'll have to put your foot down and stick up for the kingdom of heaven, stick up for God, even if the majority of people around you hold opposite opinions or views as you do and that can be hard and if you think about it these religious leaders they weren't public about their faith because they were driven by the fear of man the fear of people's opinions the fear of the pharisees they cared more about what the pharisees thought about them than what god said about them And because of that, they did not have the confidence or courage to be different. And guys, how many of us, me included, find ourselves in the same position as these religious leaders? We can sometimes be afraid to be different because of what other people might say, because of what our friends might think, because of what our society might say. If you look at Jesus, Jesus was different. He is the perfect example of what it looks like to be different for God. I mean, guys, his whole life on earth was different. Where people would only love certain people, Jesus loved and showed love to everyone. Where people would only forgive others a certain number of times, Jesus said there's no limit to our forgiveness. And you know, when you read the Bible and read about how Jesus lived, he did not let other people's opinions stop him. He would say things and do things that weren't accepted by society that other people would surely have a problem with, but that didn't stop him. Jesus knew that he had a mission and that he wasn't put on this earth to please people or to fit in and to make sure everyone likes him. No, he knew that in all things, the only opinion that mattered was God's. Guys, in all things at the end of the day, everyone is going to have their own opinion of you, but the only opinion that matters is God's. And that is why it's so important that we don't find our identity and value in other people's opinions, in what they say about us, but rather that it's found in God. And God says, you are the daughter of the king. You are his child. He made you different, so act different. 
And that takes courage. It takes courage to be different. And I think one of the things it comes down to is whose opinion matters most to you. I want to read to you guys two quotes. And the first one is by Rick Warren. And it says, When you value anyone's opinions more than God's, you give that person power and authority that belongs only to God. That creates all kinds of insecurity within you. On the other hand, when God's approval matters the most to you, it sets you free from insecurity because he will never reject you. The next quote is my favorite and it says, Don't worry about other people's opinion of you. God never told you to impress people, only to love them. And I think this quote is by Dave Willis. So now let's look at what the Bible says about being different. 1 Peter 1 14 to 16 says, As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you was holy, so be holy in all that you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Holy means sacred. Something that is holy, it's separated, it's set apart, it's different. It's something that is not like anything or anyone else. God is holy. He is the perfect example of holiness. And as followers of Jesus, we're called to be holy. We're called to be different. We are called to be set apart. And notice it says, Be holy in all that you do. In other words, as Christians, it isn't just enough to go to church on a Sunday and then live in sin for the rest of the week. No, in all things, we're told to think differently, to act differently, to love differently, to forgive differently, to live our lives differently just as Jesus did. I love this verse. Ephesians 1 verse 4, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Before God created the universe, he chose you to be holy. He set you apart. Now, let's just take a quick second and meditate on that thought for a bit. The king of kings... The God who created the universe, he chose you by name to be holy. He set you apart. Now notice again in this verse it says, blameless in his sight. Not through the world's eyes, but through God's. You see, the world's definition of holy and God's definition of holy are two very different things. They're like parallel lines. They never meet. In a world where sin is celebrated, God has called us to stand out. Now, being holy does not mean that you're better than anybody else. No, we're all sinners who need Jesus. It means that you're different. Now, I want to leave you guys with some tips on how we can every day learn to be different for Jesus. And the first one is be obedient. Psalms 119 verse 9 says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. 
In order for us to live holy lives, we need to live according to God's word. And that requires some good old obedience. In a world where a lot of people don't take the Bible seriously, don't take the word of God seriously, be different. When God tells us to do something or gives us commands, we shouldn't take them lightly. We shouldn't pick and choose which commands we want to obey, selective obedience. No, we should listen to God. Which, easier said than done, right? It's easy to obey God when we feel like it, when that obedience doesn't require much of us or any sacrifice. But it's hard to obey God in moments where honestly, you just don't want to. And in moments where we don't want to obey God's word, an important thing is we need to pray and ask him for help. And, you know, I tell myself and remind myself that, Rumbi, God loves you. And he wants what he knows is best for you. Because, you know, sometimes what we think is best for us isn't really the brightest idea. And I tell myself that, Girl, don't act on your feelings, but rather act on God's word. What God tells you to do, even if your feelings are saying a no-no. Um, because what I've learned and realized is that God's path, God's ways, and God's directions is always the best way to go. So, number one, be obedient. Number two, turn away from a life of sin. Lately, I've been thinking about this whole idea of sin. And for like the first week, two weeks of January, I've been reading the same chapter over and over and over again, which is Romans 6, which speaks about how we're dead to sin, but alive in Christ. And how sin no longer has power and dominion over us because Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And I want to read to you guys part of Romans 6. But I encourage you to read the whole thing because this chapter is just jam-packed with all that good stuff. So this is Romans 6 and um, verses 6 to 7. And it says, For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Verses 11 to 14. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather... Offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under law but under grace. I was reading this devotional a while back on version called Breaking Free from Habitual Sin and I want to read to you guys a quote that really stood out to me and it says, the power of sin was broken at the cross 
And in becoming Christians, we are set free from sin's mastery over us. Therefore, we no longer sin out of the necessity of our original nature, but because we have willingly submitted to sin's dominion. In other words, guys, we no longer sin because sin has power over us. It's because we allow sin to have power over us. And I thought that was so powerful because many times we get stuck in the same sinful habits and it feels as though we have no control of the situation or it feels as though the sin is so powerful. But the reality is that sin has no power over us and that we have the power through the Holy Spirit to resist and rebuke any temptation or evil that comes our way. And so walk in your God-given power. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it. Pastor Greg Hushal once said, Every temptation is an invitation to depend on Christ. Through his power, you can overcome. Through God's power, any temptation, any sin you are facing, you can overcome it. In moments where you feel weak, in moments where you just want to give in to the temptation because it feels so strong, depend on God. I recently read to you guys 1 Peter 1 verses 14 to 16, which tells us to be holy. And I want to read to you guys the beginning part of the verse again. And it says, As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who calls you is holy, so be holy in all that you do. Do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. When you lived in ignorance, when you weren't aware when you didn't know the truth, don't turn back to the evil desires, to the sin you had when you didn't know Jesus. But God is calling us to step out of that place and be the person he has called us to be. Be holy, just as he is holy. And you know, I'm always telling myself, Rumbi, sure you can sin, sure you have the ability to sin, but sin is not benefiting you in any way, shape, or form, girl, it's actually destroying you. And if you think about it, sin is only a temporary pleasure. And so I ask myself, okay, Rumbi, temporary satisfaction now, temporary pleasure now, or lasting glory later? And I choose the lasting glory one. The last tip I have for you is to spend time with God. Guys, let's get deeper in our relationship with God this year. And one of the ways we can do that is by spending time in his word. Now, if you think about it, the best way to learn how to do something is to watch someone who actually knows what they're doing do it, right? And if we think about being holy, we need to do the same thing. We need to follow and study the one who is holy. 
we need to get into the word of god guys 2022 we are reading more of the bible because when we read the bible we are reading and learning more and more and more about god's character and who we are in him you know we can get so busy listening to who the world tells us to be that we forget who God has called us to be. He has called us to be holy, to be different, to be set apart just as he is. And also when we read the Bible, we are getting closer and closer to God. And as we get closer to God, we begin to trust him all and it becomes more easier to be obedient to him. You know, this whole being holy, being different thing, you don't just wake up one day hang it all. Being super holy, no, it's a process. When we spend more time with God and get closer to Him, He begins to do a deeper work within us and begins to change us from the inside out. And you know, guys, I'm not perfect with this whole idea of being holy and being different. I mean, I'm not even close. And I'm okay with that. Not because I don't want to change or become more like Jesus. But because I know that God's got me in a process. You know, I'm taking this whole being different, being holy thing one day at a time. Every day, trying to take up my cross, trying to submit to God, trying to be set apart and different for Jesus. But in all that, relying on God's strength and power to help me through it. And God is working in me. Sometimes I'll mess up, sometimes I want things to go smoothly and I don't want to mess up, but I love God because when I don't make room for my own mistakes, God does. So guys, that is basically what's been in my heart lately. Being different can be scary and hard, but I encourage you to remember who you are. You are the daughter or the son of the king, and the king Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. So guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope that this episode helped you out in any way. I was definitely preaching to myself throughout this whole episode, but I hope it helped you. As always, I cannot wait to dive into another Bible chat, but in the meantime, I do hope that you are spending time in prayer and with God. Anyways, guys, stay blessed. Remember and never forget, Jesus loves you. Peace.